2: Hello everybody, welcome to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast for myself, comedian and writer Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizer. Hello! And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. We're talking everything from politics to popular culture to... what you got, Hizzer? Uh, do
1: you know what? I've got uh, a question from the internet, from mm-hmm. one of our followers on Twitter.
2: Always a good source for questions.
1: Yeah, the internet... Uh, uh, well, this is from Twitter, it's from at bookie underscore lils, don't understand the name. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. No, great uh, pseudonym yeah and she said why do people care if the moon landing was faked well because they care about everything they just care about
2: everything they definitely don't care about everything
1: i mean I- I- any conspiracy theory give them anything
2: i feel like now i think about the rising plastic levels on earth yeah good, and the fact that point. there are several craters on the moon which would be perfect landfills mm, good argument Plain devil's advocate But we ask all the questions But all those questions Any any form of question Classification pending And whistleblowing pending Yeah But for now While we're free We ask all the questions That need to be asked On your behalf People of the world The collective consciousness That is humanity And maybe some Advanced animals as well And indigo children Mm. That's a thing We'll probably cover that at some point in the season. We'll come back to that. What is
0: what is Indigo Children?
2: Well, I mean that could be your question, guest. Here's a
0: bigger question. Not my
2: question. Audience, Mm. where did that voice come from? Well, uh, first of all, if you like that voice, you may be a pervert, but that's a different conversation for a different time. (laughs) But if you like the show, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes. We're also on Acast as well, Spotify. But it's not easy to review there, so go to so go or, or Give me a review and just hashtag uh, DBQE mm. on the Intercrest and I will respond in kind. However, if you are bringing negativity and toxicity, I will mute you. We've never had that. We've just not so had you that. know, in 77 reviews on iTunes currently, we've never had one. Mute, I prefer muting to blocking. Hmm. In
1: fact, one guy hated it, but I'll, I'll come back to that another time.
2: I've got a few. I've got a very, like, that's the thing about fame is... Uh, it's ownership. People mm. feel they have a stake in who you are. Yeah, fuck them. In your cult. Anyway, who's, who's the guest? That's what sorry, we heard We heard her voice. On today's show, our guest is an exciting rising star comedian, actor and writer. She is the winner of the 99 Club Comedy Bursary, the Laughing Horse New Act of the Year, and also the So You Think You're Funny Sketch Award. She's also one third of the multi-award winning sketch trio, Muriel, and her debut stand-up show, Stand Up with, well, her... Please remain seated. <laughs> be at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year. So tickets are on sale now, I believe. They are, yes. So buy some now. It is Staten Islands, aka Shaolin's Shaolin. own Janine Haruni. Am I saying that correctly? You
0: are, yes. Yeah.
2: How are you doing, Janine? I think
0: you are saying it the most correctly. Your, your <laughs> surname? I would say, because it's Lebanese, my surname. And so I would say uh. in Lebanon it's Haruni, but my family have Americanized it and they say Haroni.
2: Oh. Uh, which is So boring. then everyone goes, dude, heroni bologna.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heroni right. bologna, heroni bologna, heroni Barone, macaroni. Gibroni, Gibroni, macaroni, macaroni, macaroni. Yeah. Cannelloni. You're, you're bringing back all my oh, childhood. I would say you're looking years.
2: I want you to have a breakthrough, Habibi. That's what I want <laughs> for you right now. <laughs>
0: I'm
2: trying to create this era of comfort. First of all, Eid Mubarak, I'm, I'm presuming.
0: I am Catholic.
2: Cool. Well, but, still.
0: But for everyone out there, for yeah, all the listeners right? who Don't are. Be
2: picky. Listen. That's how I get my Uber stars ratings, okay? Right, yeah. mm. You get out of the car, you say, thanks for having me. Then you say, hey, salam alaikum, Eid mubarak. And then they turn around and go, really? And I go, yalla habibi. And Five then they say,
1: yeah. 4.9, 4.9. The way,
0: 4.9 Actually,
2: are you serious? Yours is 4.9? No, I'm asking. Is yours 4.9? It's 4.67. What's happened? Who'd you piss off? Right? Somebody mm. who obviously thought I was being, felt that I was being uh, in disingenuous about and my sincere. knowledge of the Torhid.
1: Yeah. What's your Uber rating, Janine?
0: I uh i don't know i think it's higher than yours though
1: no if that's the case Can I this, no. own, this might be the shortest episode ever i was about to say game over
0: i'm very friendly americans yep. are very friendly we're very chatty yeah I, I Why those, chat When are those
1: chat become good things
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you
1: a novelty you're also a novelty
0: For, what's yours
1: uh hold on let me check again <laughs> he's checking now
2: he's not so sure this on, Janine, is, what wasn't what was the question yours? I was expecting, but
0: four point seven. <gasps> that is outrageous. That is outrageous.
2: Oh no, four point seven as well. Bang uh, on. All right, very good. Nice try, Janine. But the thing about it is that you,
1: <laughs> you know, you. I'm four point two five. In case anyone was interested, uh,
0: you look like a four point two five. Yeah, no. When my I, wife in, said, I was my like, wife oh. says that
1: as well. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't really want to talk to the, anyone. Generally. Right. So, Fair so, but that that could get you extra points. So you could do your set. You guys could do your set today and you'd be getting fives. Oh, god on no. how the set goes. You right.
2: don't do that because, say, you're doing an Uber pool, and then you get into some comedy stuff, and then someone gets in the car and they go, "Hey, what do you do?" And then you're like, "I don't And then they go, "What?" And you say, "I do got like comedy writing." And then they go, "Oh my god, do you know this guy who's an obvious household name that everyone knows? Why don't you do a show with him?" Hmm. And then you have to listen to 20 that's minutes of career the
0: conversation goes. I have with my father on Skype every day in my life. So, <laughs> cool. yeah. In, yeah, yeah. How, is, it,
2: is he giving he's you like, ratings? You just, or, uh, he's like,
0: why don't you just get on SNL? I'm like, that's a great idea. Yeah, definitely.
2: I see your unattainable aspirations and I raise you. My mum asked me to get an OBE last week. <laughs> okay. For what? I, Comedy? I, I don't know. But if you're familiar with my work, I'm not going to end up in Buckingham Palace <laughs> for nothing else other than interrogation.
1: Mm. <laughs> you so. made some pretty outlandish royal comments.
0: I mean,
2: some say they're outlandish. Some say that they're positive and feminist.
0: All well, right. Yeah, w- w- Dare we delve into them now? I'm,
2: ooh. I would. Yeah. We can. My it spoilers. Mi- it merely was the act of the Queen performing Show and her husband, which I refer to as getting crown.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would give you an OB for that. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> One now, day Janine will be Queen of New York.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Queen of Shaolin. Stan Island exactly. itself. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I do that because it kind of chives people into reacting and being like, oh my God, that's terrible. And I'm like, but really you're slut shaming because what you're presuming is that if the queen performs a sex act on her spouse, that makes her lose a certain element of her regality, which would suggest that the woman next to you, who you would be incentivizing hmm. to be performing the same sex act as you, you do not see her as your queen. Yeah. So shame on you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you're, I agree. And now I'm going to always think of the queen on her knees, given a, a bloge.
2: I'm saying she probably does a great bloge. Because um, she has a lot of time to practice. It um, comes from a time where it was pioneered.
0: I'm going to get kicked out of the country after this podcast. Aren't I <laughs> we well, bet we better ask a
2: question. I have, I have a green card. And now people need to see a backlog of my social media. So
0: What? To get a green card?
2: Now, if you want to work in visa, no, to get a working visa in the States now, mm. you need to show, uh, surrender, give over your... Uh, Did
0: you delete anything? Recently? F- before you went through that process. I have,
2: no, I already have a green card. So. Oh, right. I see. He's safe.
0: I say I'm safe.
2: For now. But we'll see.
0: Well, you never know.
1: Um, time for a question. Let's, let's, let's move away from being banned from international uh, waters.
0: Okay.
2: I yeah, know Janine was just doing a, one of her popular sketches, which led to yeah, no, she Yeah, She's an incredible yeah. I impersonator. I am known,
0: yeah, I am known for my Dame Baptiste people. <laughs>
2: so I'm hearing. Yeah. This is why you're hearing. I did. I
0: was the only other podcast I've ever done. I was filling in for someone and it was you. Oh, And I smashed it. They thought I was you the whole time. Oh, so.
2: wow. uh, Emily. Emily. <laughs>
0: No, it was um, All I Do Is Fail. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, they, they, they always say that to me. They, I did it in the end, and there was, like, all these, like, whispers of, like, you oh, never said that.
0: Be- because there are two Dame Baptiste episodes. One Wait, is me impersonating high.
2: you. <laughs> Haruni. Um, yeah. Halloumi. <laughs> <me. laughs> this <laughs> is
0: just, like, being bullied when I was in junior high school again. I'm okay. having, like, PTSD flashbacks. Of now I feel mm. terrible. Schoolyard.
2: No, don't do that to her. I'm sorry. Should we have a question? Because I think it's for the best. We should have a question. Janine, uh, as our esteemed guest, uh, to both my country. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> see, that's our, that's our talk. So no need to worry about me, yeah. <laughs> president. Um, so um, <laughs> as our esteemed guest, uh, you at the floor is open for you to ask a question. Okay. can be whatever you want. I, tr- you I want. struggled
0: with this because I have so many questions.
2: So there's some honourable mentions. Let's, we'll do some quick fire ones.
0: I don't know. None of them are quick fire. We
2: can give you a quick fire we can, version. We can,
1: definitely. Trust us. We've had okay, a lot this of questions. Is a, this is
0: the quickest fire one. This is something that I have thought about for a while. I don't know if you can even answer it. Give I don't it know a, if anyone can answer give it. Give it a go. All right. What do you do if one half of a conjoined twin commits murder and is convicted of it? Mm. Mm. You can't separate them. Mm-hmm. They share organs. Mm-hmm. Mm. They would... Die if they were separated. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they both, both got a prison. Well, yeah, because the legality of it, because you could argue joint enterprise if your presence when a capital crime takes place.
0: I can't believe you're answering it. Yeah, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yes. yeah, you, got, you, got, you, got, yeah, you like, can yeah.
2: be an accomplice. So, so but that's let's what say,
0: let's say your twin had drugged you and you were passed out and you didn't know anything about it, and then the murder took place. Mm. Well, then here's
2: the other question, Janine: If there is the opportunity, that you are completely innocent, but you share the same DNA as your conjoined twin how would they be able to prove uh, without beyond a reasonable doubt that your twin was actually the uh, suspect based on DNA evidence?
0: I do not understand what you just said, but it sounded so intelligent <laughs> right? that I'm we get so that a lot. impressed. Yeah, we get that a lot.
2: <laughs> Yeah, because if you do like, the F, like CSI stuff. Oh, I see like what you mean. Like the blood mm. and semen and that kind of mean. thing. Let's say there's video, mm.
0: this video There's video.
2: evidence. Um, it's it's going to have to be house arrest and just detention. At, here they would call it detention at Her Majesty's Pleasure.
0: Is that what they call it? Yeah. Like that if sounds you're, so in, sexy. Which is, kind of
2: like, which is kind of like, exactly. Which is kind of like, uh, it's like life, but with uh, no parole. Exactly. Her Pleasure. Her Pleasure,
1: But that, I mean, yeah, they're both going down. Social see that was, was fun. You're Netflix, so, you're so a ge- quick to... be a great, a great Netflix
2: one-off, conjoined to death. They did two films. They did that, Stuck on You. That was a Fowley yeah. Brothers film, right? Oh, right, okay. So yeah. that was like, they, they obviously read very, very different lives as conjoined twins. And there's a sketch on it in A Living Colour that uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne did as well. When one mm. of one of the one of the, uh, the twins is like an action star and everyone's like a loser and stuff, so there's parts where he's like one's getting shot, like an he's like shooting back. So let's go for another question because I reckon okay. we've knocked that one out of the park, Dane. So you guys smash I
0: like the, it.
1: I like the quick, so quick ones. So easy. easy, very okay. easy.
0: Um, <laughs> okay, this is probably the next quick, the next quickest. Uh, the world is this world, uh, and your goals and dreams remain the same. Right. What superpower would you choose? Uh, we've had this question Have before. You?
1: Interesting. Uh, Mae Martin.
2: I recall. And you went for uh, was in- it with North Americans and superpowers <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, Marvel, and Marvel Cinematic Universe is being, yeah, okay, now it makes sense. It's massively lucrative. Um, let's, <laughs> let's
1: let's let's just for time pressures, let's go for another question. Okay, let's go for another. So here's one.
0: my
2: the answer <laughs> was telekinesis, moving things yeah, in my mind. Telekinesis. I, I like to be invisible. You like to be invisible
0: No one wants to fly or to control time.
2: If you can levitate with your mind, then you don't really need to. Exercise. Okay, that's mm. true. Yeah,
0: loophole. Okay, uh, here we go. Would you rather nice. uh, cheat on your partner? Ooh,
1: I mean, already gone.
0: And no one knew? Yeah. Not that I would
1: cheat on it. I just want to, I'd like the scenario. As in, <laughs> as in the hypothetical event. How is your shovel this deep I, already? I can edit this podcast really well. So don't worry about <laughs>
0: <laughs> shall I start again then <laughs> Tara
1: my wife knows I like hypothetical because I, I talk about this stuff a lot with my wife go on
2: the fact that he's already breaking up the hypothetical aspect of this question yeah.
0: no one can see, I can see you are let red in the you, face let me tell you
2: that
1: my wife I could never achieve a greater um, standard of wife she is the highest standard of wife available to my species it's what me and my
2: friends call a title fight
0: yeah
1: good am,
2: it's he incredible got his, ti- yeah. got his title fight retired yeah
0: okay question <laughs> uh would you rather cheat on your partner and no one knew or you didn't cheat on your partner, but everyone, including your partner, thought that you had?
1: Oh, great question. That's a really good one, Janine. You've okay. nailed it. What you're talking about is public shame, private shame, which I think is a very interesting thing. Because private shame, I and maybe Dane would agree. I think uh, some people are more willing to have that than
2: public shame. Uh. Yep. Yeah sometimes i think yeah i guess but is that a function of more people's having low self-esteem or does it contribute to having low self-esteem to be able to be more comfortable with private shame than public shame
1: i think for people to
2: have their i think it's all about pride and image so much of life that and that lends to the answer to the question for me
0: Mm.
2: because uh i guess it's really a fun for me personally it's this is how you feel about your partner. If you don't want to cheat on your partner, then I would much rather uh, not cheat on my partner. and then But once.
0: suffer the devastation of having cheated on her. So it's her. the
2: same ramifications anyway.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, then yeah. I
2: say, in for a penny, in for a pan, mate.
0: You'd <laughs> cheat on her and no one would ever know. Yeah. Wow. Because What mm. difference does
2: it make if she's going to leave me based on, on a predicated on a lie? But
0: then you mm. you would know that you'd done it. So I think it's more a question of, uh, do, would, you would you rather be perceived as a good person yeah. It's a, it's a would you rather it's, yeah. How, uh, she, we're she, would, in a She would surely world. find
1: out. Like, I can't imagine if everyone in my life knew, uh, one of them going to tell her.
2: Well, the, no, ma- no, no, the, the mafia th- always say that two people can keep a secret if one of them six feet under. Mm, so, so I'd have to kill everyone. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it's a really, it's a really, <laughs> uh, really, really bloody web of, of, of lies nice. you're weaving there. Yeah. Uh,
0: but she would never find out right. if you had cheated on her. She would never find out. No one would ever know, but you would know. Or, uh, you never cheated on her, but she thought you didn't. Everyone else thought you did too.
2: Does she? Is she? Is she forgiving you in this scenario? It's
0: whoever your partner is,
2: okay, she'd probably forgive me. I can ask her
1: afterwards,
0: even though you hadn't done it.
1: Yeah, which is fine if she forgives she, you and you haven't done it. She really likes me,
0: so you'd rather not cheat.
1: I mean, I but so suffer it, the ramifications the inf- of cheating. Infidelity is an interesting subject matter. I, I, I talk about it to my wife a lot on the basis that uh and i won't name any names
0: no name names no because because <laughs> <Janine>, be- <laughs> i did it
1: no. <laughs> but i i often will look at certain relationships not necessarily even ones that are close to me and i'll often make a claim that i think someone will cheat on someone in that relationship so i can i can tell you like what i i've got i reckon i've got a good gauge on how uh, much fidelity. They, they Have you it.
0: been right in the past? Uh, in a,
1: a couple of times in my life, but that comes from a place of, and this is why when you were, I was listening to your question, going, "Oh, I'm really into this," because I could never cheat on my wife. Like I'm like a dog, like I am the most loyal, like fiercely loyal thing. I mean, the idea of doing it and seeing her little face get upset would just like, I just would never.
2: I can I can vouch for that.
1: Yeah, it's a but very you little face. But you
0: wouldn't do it because she. Would be hurt by it.
1: Um I, I I would be betraying her trust. Right. And as a loyal. So you dog. would be
0: hurt by it. Yeah,
1: I'm a dog. So my like it's like um letting a different owner take me out for a walk. Right, right. Um in the using the dog. But metaphor. if I
0: told you you could cheat on her and she would never know not that you could cheat her- on her, but that you would have to cheat on her, but she would never know. Uh so she would never suffer. Mm. Or you didn't cheat on her, but she thought you did. But my coitus, and she would suffer.
1: My coitus with that person would just be Oh, it would be the worst thing ever. I would just be just like a kind of crying, shameful. I just think of shame. But now, what if yeah. she, what if that particular mistress is into that kind of thing? <laughs> but I won't be. I'll, I'll get nothing from this. I'll get nothing from Wait, this. Who, who knows? So what? So what's your choice? It's tough. How do you come down on this? You said, the, you said this weird. Good play, question, player. Yeah, yeah this you come this. from
0: the deep, deep Are you in a loving relationship? I am in a loving relationship. Yes. That's nice. How long has uh, the loving relationship been going on? Three and a bit. Three and a half years. Nice. Yeah. First ever long term. Nice. I think I'm going to keep him. Oh, long he's a distance keeper. at the moment? Or? No. B- you, you... Very close distance. Right. Too close. He, he's not sometimes. here, obviously, in the room. <laughs> he's not hiding. No, but we, we live together. Oh, very nice. uh, It's tough because you, by not doing the thing, you're still hurting them. Mm. Because they're suffering all the pain of feeling like they had been cheated on. Even though you didn't do it, yeah. But by doing it, you suffer, because or for me at least, whatever cheating is in your relationship. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: that, we don't really specify that. What?
0: I would say. Well, but there's different types sex, of relationships. Full
1: sex is, exactly. is cheating. I think. I think a kiss can happen.
0: But there's also different. Get, obviously, getting there's crown.
1: getting crowned. Getting, getting, getting crowned. Crown. I would <laughs> say that's cheating. <laughs> okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But what if it was the queen?
2: This is my point. Oh, I see. I, her Majesty's pleasure. I'm doing this for the country. Yeah. And for an OBE. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. Then. So. Interesting. I uh, for me, yeah. Anything,
1: above kissing, is cheating.
0: So you could kiss someone else and not consider cheating. I think. It cheating. I think
1: my wife would quickly move on with her life if I did that.
0: But what if there was an emotional connection?
2: An, I mean, emotional kiss. Apparently an emotional kiss no but that could sometimes be worse in, than ever to doing to Janine, anything playing with balls is your you emotional, know, emotional connection emotional yeah,
0: hand ball.
1: gesture yeah, a, t- international yeah.
2: hand gesture of, of, someone, of tickling mm-hmm. your balls mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah is that not where you guys keep your emotions in your skirt <laughs> yeah, yeah of
2: course <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very um, high very
1: high though do you because I, I don't know enough about you Janine on a personal level to judge whether you are a traditional female human Uh
0: What? (laughs)
1: And and, and I think that a lot of people would claim there are definitely. uh, (laughs) No, no, I think it's it's a true statement. A lot of people would claim there are gender differences. So men have different attachments
2: physically. Than, than, than women. I don't think that is a, a an old fashioned statement. Actually, even though you kind of flippantly said that men's emotions are in their scrotum, that's actually very accurate. That's kind of what I'm getting There, at. Is, there, is a, there is like a little quantum of solace, like post coital solace, where oh, it's right. like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, don't come near me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the truth, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. It's a moment of truth. Yeah. The last I want to be in here is a vagina. I've touched yeah. the face of God and nothing will ever equal that. Whereas, like 30 seconds. Whereas yeah. I think
1: for a number of women, like I can only speak about my own personal experiences, I think there's an emotional attachment to, to the physical acts that make it much more. Uh, a bigger thing.
0: I, well, there's also polyamorous relationships where people are, I mean, there's so many different forms of relationships that you can have. When I first started dating my partner, I was like, I don't really know if I believe in monogamy anymore. And I feel like, Hmm. uh, and he was more the person who was like, no, it's one person forever, forever kind of thing. Uh, Now that I'm with him, I'm like, God, if anyone even looked at him, I'd, Murder.
2: But I feel like that's the case a lot of the time that people, you know, because I guess we are a lot more uh, liberal about, uh, I guess, more not necessarily being polyamorous, but obviously dating and uh, courtship and romance has changed a lot of the time. I find, but I still find for most people at their core, it's like initially you can be like, I think once you find something you really want, then you want it for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I don't. But not everyone is like. That. I have friends but not, that are but in polyamorous relationships like that. who, yeah, who uh. think that their relationship is enhanced by having other people that are also part yeah, of. it. Yeah, because
2: it makes you appreciate that particular maybe your, your person more.
0: Definitely, it makes you. It also preys on your insecurities, I guess, and makes you want to be better. Whereas I think yeah. sometimes in long-term relationships you can get a little complacent, hmm. maybe, and think, "Oh, very, well, we've nailed quickly, this." I think. Yeah,
2: I think I in relationships I like to. Yeah, conduct myself in a way whereby not that I would be like I'll take as much care of myself as if I was going out to cheat, even though I had no intention to do so. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah but yeah. I would still the same kind yeah. of grooming and stuff, and like you know, in
0: peak cheat physique. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's have, have you read my book?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, it's not even out yet. Yeah, but uh, same,
2: But yeah, I would endeavor to still remain attractive to uh, the opposite sex, but mm. that's for the purpose of maintain to avoid that complacency and maintaining that spark with the person i'm with
0: i think that's very noble
2: i was saying to my
1: wife last night this is what i do in my time is i was saying that if i die uh i want you to get with someone else
0: after the appropriate amount of
1: and mourning no this is the key bit you yeah Dane, i don't want you to know them i don't want to have known them yeah don't get with someone i know yeah because i'm going to be fucked off when i'm dead if like you're with my mate yeah certain types of mates I'm Is not going to there... name them to be fair Dane you'd be quite high on the list of people I'd probably accept
2: why have I got to be with Tara
1: you can I'm not saying be with her but actually I think I, I think you probably I'll treat go back well. and check I, I think you treat her
2: well I would Whereas have, some, you, are, yeah.
0: have uh, you ever watched that show I think it's called <laughs> The Kardashians My, no uh, oh because that happened similar that. though does it <laughs>
2: well as in oh this
0: he yeah. started dating the friend's sister the friend right. uh, no the show I was talking about I think it's called bah, 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 brother wives or something like that it's about these mormons that live and have you seen yes, that I've seen this, and yeah. in the mormon faith apparently or at least what i saw on this this show uh when your husband dies it's common for you to marry the hus- bro- your husband's brother, brother. yeah
1: oh, i mean my i pity my wife <laughs> in that scenario <laughs> what's, my, what's your brother like my uh well one of my brothers is. i mean both my bro- i mean i just don't she's had enough my kind right, right,
0: right. after
1: this period of get, time get of so <laughs> yes. it's time to That's move Cohen's on the done yeah <laughs> she's done her you know Cohenberg that. cool. thing um, I really like that question it's a really peculiar question
0: I guess you're quite a peculiar
2: I, person Janine
0: I feel like I'm normal but maybe not
2: Howard I keep telling you women are wearing jeans these days <laughs> 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 it's happening yeah <laughs> okay
0: i did like before when you asked if i was a typical well, human woman I, because I, I think that element
1: of, of uh, you know we talk about it a lot here the difference between the, the genders and, and the changing face of that right yeah and 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 then some some things i do think still have elements of uh validity in old views so i think that idea that male and female attachments to sex is being different i still think there is a which yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like a high
2: emotional intelligence, which is where you know. Yeah, you you men are mainly physically driven for sexual gratification. Your gender always comes out as a better
1: gender. It's important to flag that. <laughs> like, it's definitely well, it's never it's never paint us in a better light. I don't think I ever do that. No. Uh,
0: so like, I guess there's probably some evolutionary reason that supports that, which is that you know a woman would get pregnant and would mm. need to have the partner to stick around to help her with the pregnancy yeah. and rearing the child. So yeah, I guess that that was passed down. Really? Uh, and maybe that has echoes in women today.
2: I think, by that same token, that uh, a more egalitarian society would involve women being more actively involved in the process of courtship. And I think there's a, a real part of patriarchy where the choice of if women had the choice, I think a lot of men know they wouldn't necessarily be here. Like you notice that most people that are pro uh, a pro life look like people that wouldn't live if women had the choice. <laughs> Fair question. Fair you've, question. Never looked at, you've never seen a picture, Janine, of a guy that advocates anti-abortion and been like, "Ah, oh, it's a shame because he was good-looking too." It's not something a woman has my ever said.
0: Parents are pro-life,
2: yeah. and
0: they're my mom's very good-looking. Uh, my dad, he's a lovely-looking gentleman, uh, but that's actually weirdly a lot of what my show is about—is uh, ugly dudes just how ugly pro-life people know they are ugly. i went on a pro-life i'm a huge pro-choice uh, but when i was in high school i went to an all-girls catholic high school uh, yeah. which is not as sexy as it sounds it's much sexier and um no when i went to that high school i went on a pro-life march in washington dc and some of the craziest people and looking people you've ever seen in your life were there. Mm.
2: I'm, you know, so I'm sure so yeah, you're not wrong about that. I mean, that. some people like, there is a humanist aspect to being pro-life, but it's just normally I find people that have this narrative about pro-life, but also the same people also like the death penalty. So
0: Yeah, and guns. And, right? Yeah. So
2: yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask a very basic
1: question, Janine, Dane. I'm hoping for very basic honest answers. Okay.
0: Yes. H- how
1: spoilt are you? And I ask <laughs> because <laughs> I keep... I'm probably at an age where people are having children a lot and they talk about their kids and they bring up how spoiled they are. And I, I kind of look at it all and it brings a lot of confusion in my mind. So I wanted to share it with this podcast. How spoiled are you? How spoiled are you, Ginny? Currently now? As in the plethora of... of, of intelligence in this room you're clearly blessed and spoiled but,
0: yeah yeah definitely um <laughs> uh, uh, do i have to go first
1: ah you don't have to but i mean it's it, <laughs> i mean i don't see <laughs> That's why not That's I, kind of bratty, my, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, i gotta go
0: first <laughs>
2: that was a terrible impression
0: uh i but you normally think of spoiled for like you said with kids mm. so but
1: mm. then if you were spoiled as a kid does it not still make you spoiled now I think it
0: makes you rotten. I think you get you get spoiled, and then you, <laughs> you become rotten. You go beyond spoiled.
1: Yes, this is
2: true. You go beyond spoiled.
0: Do you think that you can? I don't think you it can bounce you. back from it. Need, I don't I, think. I don't, don't think I don't
2: think it leaves you. I think it's it's uh, people, and I think a lot of people think uh, they get used to that in privilege. And I think from being spoiled, you, people develop entitlement. But then I think when you learn this patholo- pathology of using hostility to get what you want. Mm. It beca- yeah, so it becomes a, a behavioural pattern, but it's never a rewarding one. If you feel you have to get upset in order to get what you want all the time, it means you still have to become upset, yeah. which is a negative emotion. Mm. So even though, so a spoiled person, while they may be gratified temporarily with like you know materialistic things, they're never happy.
1: Well, and, uh, but it's interesting to, the, and I suppose the reason I just go back to the exact question, <laughs> which is, it, it, it's it, you know, you both seem like lovely, lovely people. You both, Dane. I know, you know, but but but, you know, I've known Dane. Thanks, man. But you know, I mean, but it's interesting to consider that being part of who you are, right? That that this thing that we kind of really dislike—it's no kid. You never go, give me that kid. He's not a lovely kid. He's so spoiled. You know, nobody's ever liking that kid, right? Well,
2: they they do. They they do until they can talk. (laughs) I think spoiling a child that can't express gratitude or disdain either way is fine.
0: But what do you mean by spoiling? You mean giving them everything they ask for? And yeah, well.
1: It's an interesting, because it's, it's such a, and do you reckon it's the same, I, mean, I don't know where you grew up if it was exactly the same terminology, but sp- saying, oh yeah, that kid, he's, he's a spoiled kid is definitely a, a real parlance, like a, a definitive yeah. Yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. to describe a kid who's a, oh, in mean, a lot of ways, I guess a bad bad kid in some ways in the, in the sense that they're bratty. I think it's probably a, a term used for a load of different behaviour.
2: I think pre pre-consumerism it would be a negative trait. I think mm. it's the idea of uh, showering somebody with material gifts is a lot more welcome socially now. Mm. Do
0: you think so? My parents were always... I mean, I was definitely not spoiled by them uh, as a child. Like, they were always like, if I ever wanted anything, they were like, you have to earn at least half the money for it and we'll put up the other half. But that was also just because we didn't have any money growing up. And yeah. so I th- I think that that was a good thing. It's did, taught did, me the value of things. I mean,
1: did, you, uh, did you cry when you were a kid to get your way?
0: I cry every day of my life i'm really? gonna leave here crying straight away <laughs> <laughs> did i cry to get my? yeah i think i was a brat but i don't think i was spoiled
1: But did you cry to get your own way
0: yeah, definitely. But then they just, they wouldn't give in.
2: Oh, they wouldn't give in? No, so, no. So this is the interesting yeah. defining thing. Crying, yeah, in my family, that tends to escalate the problem. Right. Because if you continue crying, you'll be given something to actually cry. Right, yeah, yeah. It's a... the uh, is the world, world-renowned saying. And, and so you'd consider yourself not to be spoiled because it's quite a personal question. I, re- it's I also realized... The thing is, it's very, it's you need a frame of reference. So it's all quite relative. So if you ask my older sister, she'll say I was massively spoiled. Mm. Whereas if you ask me and I compare myself to other members of my family, I'd be like you've got to be kidding me. I was <laughs> out of a twist. So I um, I think, yeah, it's just very really relative. But then, you know, it, I think it's down to perspective. Mm. And it's I guess it's a question of, like, I could argue compared to, like, my contemporaries who may live in a developing country, I'm massively spoiled.
0: Right, exactly, yeah.
2: Because so, that's the defining element of it all, right, is that in Western
1: culture, I think this is what made me really think about it, was that I was thinking about how someone was complaining about someone's kid. I was going to... Isn't that just all kids now? Like, when you watch what kids get for Christmas, like, at least the kids that I've seen at Christmas, members of my family, uh,
0: they get fucking... Like, a room of presents. See, but I've got... uh, I've got a niece and uh, my boyfriend has a niece and two nephews and i am so bad at spoiling them every single time i come back from yeah. uh from being away i've gotten them the most ridiculous gifts
1: how, how many gifts the quantities the absurd i remember element. buying
2: two dozen bagels for my uh girlfriend's parents from new york they had time to go fuck myself <laughs> what <laughs> we broke up they basically told me to go fuck myself broke
0: up over the bagels
2: i, I don't know but were they good bagels? The, the present, i thought so I, did I, you get the bagels back No, I I, I had them ziplocs and frozen and bought them. And then. Are we talking like the fresh, proper, like bagels? Because there's a difference between a bagel and a bagel. The exact bagel. Yeah, those ones. Bagels, yeah. yeah, And they bought me, among many things, a whoopee cushion (laughs) because of my comedy. And also, they bought me some string (laughs) for a pair of basketball shorts that I'd lost that I bought in America when I was very young. And I really, really liked them. Mm. I left them at the beach and I lost them. And I got very upset about them because it was this, last year I'd lost like my laptop and a Kindle and an iPod. Oh bad year. And so, yeah.
0: <laughs> and of all those things, the thing they chose to get you, could have got you <laughs> a laptop, a Kindle. I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect they that. They got you some string. I would, I would rather them not shorts. get me
2: anything, but they were like, oh, here's the string for the shorts so you don't lose your stuff again. I'm like, I think this is kind of insensitive. And then they gave me a whoopee cushion because you know I'm a comedian. And I was like, but hasn't
0: is, helped the career?
2: It hasn't been used yet. So, well, so we don't we, know. We, yeah, well, you might be
0: getting back together with
2: I think that's what people refer to as passive aggressive.
1: Mm, definitely.
2: I also because I'm like yourself, like I don't think I was where I felt I may have not been given things I wanted when I was a kid, and like I said, this from the perspective of being a kid. That by that token with my nephew, I'll spoil him and buy like, for example, trainers that I was never allowed to have as a kid right. or like a console that I was never allowed to have as a kid.
1: Yeah, the thing about being spoiled, I think, is about excess. That's kind of what made me think think a lot about it, right? Is is and I, The best example is potentially McDonald's. <laughs> so you go to McDonald's as a kid?
0: I did, yeah.
2: What, what
1: would you order?
0: A Happy Meal. Perfect. Classic.
2: Dane. Uh, I went to McDonald's When I was a kid I'd go to McDonald's Only when my mum was at work And my dad was working nights Right So he'd come back from a night She'd be like I cannot be bothered to cook for you children Which was an amazing treat Oh of course And uh um, What would you order? I would order a hamburger and fries Perfect. And a strawberry milkshake He goes for the milkshake Clever the- <laughs> Was clever Now I'm lactose intolerant I know the problems with lactose <laughs> I have to keep bringing up Every time Howard Every I love week those milkshakes. Every now they have Shake Shack In the, the UK lactose. And I can't go I can go. They don't make a
0: lactose-free uh, milkshake? Not in mm. Shake Shack. Wow.
2: i got to go into vegan town. And then they're like, oh. you can have this one with coconut milk. And I'm like, I wanted a strawberry milkshake, not strawberry and coconut milkshake. Yeah, yeah it's it's because upsetting.
0: also, that's, coconut milk is just water.
2: Right? <laughs> it, anyway. And it's, well, then, it's, yeah. then it's a water <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. shake. And that's a, and that's a slush puppy. Yeah, we yeah. don't want that.
1: But my point about the whole uh, McDonald's thing is that, you know, I remember going to McDonald's as a kid, um, Sunday evenings, when my mum couldn't be bothered to cook. Nice. My dad... We get in the car, we drive down, and I'd get my McDonald's, and that would be that. What would you get, Howard? A core panel with cheese meal without. A How go. old are you
2: having a core panel with cheese <laughs> meal? I was, a, I was a fucking
1: player, what can I tell you?
2: <laughs> Clearly. That <laughs> was a ball. Four years <laughs> old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: but, the, but the point is this: if if that if that's every day, every day that you want McDonald's, you're given McDonald's, then that's when you become spoiled, right? That's the defining characteristic of being spoiled, is the constant um excess giving from the parents and so in some ways i was thinking it's interesting that the potentially it's, it's got nothing to do with the kid it's actually no it it's exactly, actually entirely yes. the fault of just parents who just give the easy option like sweets is the ultimate thing right if you have ki- any kids and, and they will always want candy right my nephew no just the thing my nephew does
2: not like sweets or chocolate no oh, what he's missing out i have no idea how he's, old is he he's like 12 Oh wow. man, he's like, fucked up. I know, he's never been What does been he do on it. Halloween? Chill. Wow. <laughs> he's fine.
1: <laughs> but if you were giving like endless, like Halloween's an interesting day actually because you get an excess. So if you were getting that amount every day, you'd be spoiled, right?
0: You'd be fat as shit, yeah. And, but, <laughs> I have no self-control. <laughs> yeah. There'd be no, there'd be no and rushing and, and, that and out. And
2: a big part of, the, I think, the spoiled complex is having no self-control mm. and not having the discipline to wait to be gratified. But also,
0: what like what you were saying, it's not... It's it's an action that's done to you. Yes, yeah, facilitated by somebody. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, are yes. you
1: still spoiled in some way,
2: Janine? Dane, are you, uh, is there something about you that you consider spoiled now? I will spoil myself, I guess, on occasions. So, yeah. What what is your? So for me, it's usually just like eating, right? And that's just because like I remember like initially starting comedy and then having to make the choice between will I have food on the motorway or will I just ignore this hunger migraine and drive home so I have money for petrol or for travel the next day? Yeah. So based on that. I think it's something The Rock said, where it's like it doesn't matter how good a meal is, you never forget what it's like to be hungry. Mm. So I'd say the times I spoil myself is normally gastrically. So yeah, because I do remember like you <laughs> you know, did, not the most romanticized way of describing it, but well, you know what was, you know what's more less romantic? Hunger. Yeah. So I would yeah, rather yeah. yeah rather than have to like eat the last kind of stale hot cross bun. Mm. I will treat myself every now and again. So that's that's how I say I spoil myself. Mm. as well as excesses but, to, with, do
0: you feel guilty about spending money on things
2: it depends what it's on really yeah. I, and thing, I just thing I guess like fortunate to be in a position whereby there are certain uh, excesses I don't need to worry about because you might have the occasional clothes donated to you or something like that but uh, yeah I'd say normally it's more. I get the. I actually like spoiling people I'm close to. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's,
2: it's, there's a lot more. Is more interesting rewarding because like I'm not be able to have that face anymore, but I can still see that in somebody else. So it's rewarding. But for myself personally, it's yeah. It's normally just food. going to nice restaurants and food, yeah. and I don't. I don't feel guilty because I won't waste it. It's you're paying for an experience rather than just the commodity of eating food, and I always take it away. And if I see a homeless person, I'll just give it to them. What about you, Janine?
0: Am I do I spoil myself?
2: Yeah. What's
1: your spoil? If, you, if I, I would say, myself? oh, Janine's really spoiled. What would she be spoiled? For i
0: don't think i don't uh i wouldn't use the word spoke to describe it but mm. first of all spending money i feel so much guilt about it i don't know what that is but uh uh so no you're not no i'm way. i know maybe going away on holidays That's... i've recently started to try and go away on holidays more because right. i can't switch off when i'm mm-hmm. at home so i have to go so away
1: janine Haruni not spoilt that's, uh, that's the next it's
0: probably is this kind of thing that someone who is spoilt would say <laughs> to hide the fact
1: i tell you how I'm definitely spoiled and I, this is I think my, part of what made me start thinking about this mm-hmm. is um uh when I go and turn on my television uh, at home and um I have to decide if I'm gonna go to Netflix now TV mm. Apple TV or and I, I think back to the to the era we grew up in of like how many channels on you know live television that is a clear sign of being spoiled, right? Like you just, we, I just have I now. I just have everything I ever want, uh,
2: literally at my fingertips. But it's available to everybody. But at the same time, now I guess, like I said, that's something you would have conceptualized as a child. In the same mm. way that, like, having a phone where you can just use your thumb and you can have a conversation with somebody mm. in a video call was a dream. That is that being spoiled. Was a dream but we're not even even the idea of being able to hail a cab or a taxi with your phone and mm. be able to navigate yourself with a phone like Google Maps was something we dreamed about and you can actually look at a video representation of that. That was a dream. So, you know, comparatively, we're spoiled.
0: Like, I don't understand how kids in high school could learn anything anymore because Mm -hmm. if I was in high school now... Anytime, I was tried to, to, anytime anyone would try to teach me a subject, I would just be like, no, I refuse to learn. I can know everything I need to know with this machine that's in my pocket. Like, I can if learn. If I do it properly
2: and cram well enough, I can take a test and be as qualified as you and just do a BGC. But, but, but yeah. in life, like, yeah. if,
0: if school is preparing you for life, you can just learn all those things on your own. It's not preparing
2: you for life. No, it's not. <laughs>
0: that's the thing. It's preparing you to be a drone.
2: <laughs> and a cog in a cog in machine. <laughs> um, it, is. it is. It is. It is. Bells so you know when to come and go.
1: to fucking yeah. Pavlovian. Um, so that's that, well, you've, you've kind of answered my
2: question. You've both I've also been spoiled by that level of privilege whereby, you know, having a certain level of political and ideological awareness, I'm like, I want more rights where some people are not even aware they have rights in developing countries. So I mm. guess everyone, I think if you live in a developed nation and have access to running water, electricity and antibiotics, you are spoiled. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, um, I lived in, um, I moved to Belize to do like my last semester of, uh, university and when I was there the other students that were Belizean were like you guys are rich and I was like I'm not rich at all and they were like no you live in America you're rich and that was the first time I realised like oh right there are people who live in other parts of the were like, we're planet for lunch. that don't You'd have be like, the same just
2: sandwich and they were like oh you have lunch
0: la <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: we, we've got time for one more question and it's always Dane's question to finish
2: up it is always my question I need to ask you a prefacing question before I ask my question though okay when did you come over to the UK and how long have you been here?
0: Seven years ago.
2: Cool. Ooh. Divine number, as you know, as a Catholic. So, as
0: an American,
2: what's been the most alarming change you've seen in British culture over the last seven years?
0: Wow. Big question. Uh, what's been the most alarming change? Um, I should preface this by saying I am very dumb. So, <laughs> I am not... <laughs> Very aware of the things that are going on in the world. But you have your own world. Hence why I do comedy. you have your own world. Um, I I don't know, because I guess I didn't know much about the UK when I first moved over. I mean, that
2: sounds very American. The
0: scariest thing... Okay, no, I can't answer that. The scariest thing is is what's happening now with thinking that the NHS is going to be sold off to um, private insurance companies. That is terrifying, because that's what it is in America.
1: Have you enjoyed the NHS? I have.
0: I have broken a toe and it was healed instantly.
1: You didn't have to pay for it,
0: I broke a toe, yeah,
1: and the n h s just healed it,
0: healed it, yeah, free of charge, it was wow. amazing, super quick.
2: did it give you physio as well
0: i no, surprisingly didn't need physio for my broken toe, but, but,
2: but the option may have been there, but it might have been there yeah i I fractured a uh well i t- i fractured two of my ankle bones, both of them because i uh, had a uh vulsion fracture, which means you're uh ligament twists so much it pulls some bone from your ankle. Oh my God.
0: I'm going to throw up on this microphone.
2: um, Yeah. (laughs) It sounds more painful. Well, it's really painful. But anyway, yeah, I also the NHS healed me but also gave me a quite... A few weeks of physiotherapy, yeah, yeah. which was amazingly essential, and um, it was at University Hospital, Lewisham Hospital, which was an amazing University Hospital that has one of the, I guess, one of the best uh, physiotherapy departments in London. So the idea of that being, I uh, so I had a point in time where I was spending a lot, way too much time at the hospital. Like I had tendonitis, did both my ankles, thumb, yeah. and yeah, so it was kind of like building up this weird wrap sheet, <laughs> but they were there every single time.
0: Yeah. Um, I was in quite a serious car accident in America 10 years ago. And uh, luckily insurance covered mostly everything. Mm-hmm. But f- to find out how much things cost, like to see the bill come to our house is insane. I don't know how anyone could survive. How, how much? Anyone could do. On, less I think ballpark. I've had seven surgeries and it was maybe... $300,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, but that's also for like two months in the hospital and physio and all was that. The food
2: good? That's a good question. No, is, for the,
0: for the <laughs> price. Looking at the this price now, plan. no, it was not good.
2: For a privatized uh, institution hmm. of healthcare in the States, is that represented in the facilities when you go to a hospital? No, I don't.
0: I mean, the, the, the main argument I think that people make when they're comparing uh, America to the UK uh, would be um, that you don't have to wait as long. Right, you don't have to wait as long in America to receive surgery or or physio or whatever it is. I
2: mean, you have to wait to be able to earn three hundred grand. I but guess. that's
0: the thing; the right. reason you don't have to wait too long is probably because less people have access to you it. You have to
2: remortgage your house to pay for chemo.
0: It's which is um, the
2: kind of the uh, the premise for Breaking Bad, right? And it's quite a weird thing because people don't really talk about how with a with a Breaking Bad it wouldn't really happen in the UK because you would just get. But was it? NHS. But
0: it, what, But I don't think Breaking Bad was that he was paying for um his surgeries, uh, his chemo was because he wanted to like earn a bunch of money to leave for his family, wasn't
2: it? I think it was both. But okay. yeah you know, but then why? But then I guess that's based on teachers' pensions as well,
0: which my dad is a teacher uh, and he has no pension. So, do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck did he fuck, really? Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't under I don't understand w- how anybody with the rhetoric on nationalism or national pride would have teachers that don't have a pension. It just doesn't make sense, like, logistically. Yeah, for, well, he
0: works for a private school, so, like, a Catholic which school. Which is even worse. I know, I know, yeah. You, but know, he, you know Catholics but, got money. But they have way less money, uh, I imagine, because... Um, There's hella
2: gold in a Vatican. <laughs> hella gold. That's true. Hella, hella
1: gold. That is true, yeah. But your experience, then, of, of, of the NHS, uh, the, the, the notion that that's about to be sold off must be...
0: Is terrifying, yeah. Yeah,
1: because you've, like... Do you go in like happy when you go into the NHS? Like, cause we just accept it as the norm. Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, for us, it's
1: just normal. I'm gen, I genuinely, and I've broken a lot of bits of my body. I'm genuinely, genuinely really nice to all of the nurses and stuff. you know? It's just, you got to try and you got, I, I feel like they've got a tough gig. So yeah, it's like, yeah. try and make them laugh. Sometimes succeed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But like, but like if you're not from this country and
2: you, just in America where it's, it's so fucked. So they right? have to pay for an EpiPen in America.
0: Uh, I don't, I've never, I imagine okay, you do. Yeah. Like Unless it. it's in, it's covered by your insurance. I feel like
2: if you're, if if a rock of crack is cheaper than an EpiPen, your country's in trouble. I mean, well, this is the whole thing with the opioid crisis, that people can't afford to legally pursue medical treatment. Hmm.
0: Right, right.
2: Uh, If they have a course of like painkillers, for example. And so yeah. the closest thing for them to have something opioid or morphine based is yeah. heroin and or the, fentanyl. And the
0: problem with that, that's also that doctors in America are one hundred percent. I've had personal experience with it over prescribing pain medication. Yeah, right. I, because my experience of pain medication here is that they are very reticent to give it to you. Oh God, it's, in America, anti
2: inflammatory You can be like, my back is sticking out of my of my skin, and they yeah, yeah. just have some ibuprofen. Just just it, it still little, hurts. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Rub a little tiger bum on it. Yeah. Yeah. Can someone come
2: um, pick you up? Yeah.
0: yeah. My uh, my boyfriend did a summer in America and um something he broke something or something happened but he was okay and the doctor was like i'm just going to prescribe you these i think it was valium or something and then he tore the prescription off handed it to him winked and went have a good summer and it was like way too much wow. it was like he probably needed like two but, or whatever it was
2: but he has to pay for those right
0: um or is it or
2: would his insurance subsidize it, i'm or? not
0: sure he might maybe he had maybe he had traveler's insurance or something but yeah Oh, but but the the craziest part about America is that, um, the insurance companies pay what's called a day rate. So they pay so much less money than uh, someone who was walking into the hospital without insurance would pay. Mm -hmm. So I had to get an x-ray that uh, wasn't covered by insurance and one single x-ray was a thousand dollars. But if it had gone through an insurance company, the insurance company would only have to pay $10 for it because the hospital cuts Hmm. deals with the insurance companies to try and whatever
2: people to invest. And so they have to show preferential. So the
0: people who are suffering are the patients.
2: Yeah. But it's interesting to think that
1: what is terrifying you about Britain changing over the last seven years is obviously reflected in America. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know you said you're a silly person who doesn't get involved in all these serious things, but like it, it's kind of unbelievable, the spectrum of opinion in America for how to solve the, uh, the healthcare problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. People are so against it. I, I try really hard to sway my dad because my dad is very against it. He thinks that private healthcare is the best thing that ever happened. Mm. Um,
2: because I have... Which is weird for somebody who believes in Jesus, who was just giving it away.
0: I know, I know. It's true. Yeah, no, it, it's <laughs> Did he
2: charge? Did Jesus charge? He didn't charge. He was just like, you know... Heal, healing people up. Healing people. There you go. Yeah. Are you getting them drunk, dead. feeding did him fish. did he have voice later? Are you sure? I mean, he didn't. <laughs> did anyone ever check thing? Maybe that's
0: why he came back. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he came back to collect all his... Yes, I he was what, like, uh, No, yeah. what happened was,
2: is that Jesus was doing it for free. Right. And then upon his uh, initial death, his the executives of his estate, if you will, continued to levy, I guess, a tax... To people yeah. is
0: this a theory you're making well, up now when you think
2: about it that's kind of how church works right it's like Jesus died and it's like you can meet him too just give us a little bit of money on Sunday right right yeah and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can like, come and eat his body tie, and drink his blood basically mm, yeah mm, and a tithe is like your insurance premiums in it because you're like paying for your passage to uh, heaven and to be blessed
0: yeah by, well uh, I do think a lot of that money also goes towards like keeping the church running and things like that hmm. definitely you're looking at me. I, I'm, so angry. I'm, I'm angry. I'm, angry. <laughs> I'm, a, I,
2: I'm hoping it does, but I, I just think, you know, hmm. I think a lot of a lot of religious institutions, not just the church, tend to report profits where. It should oh, it I'm be sure a, there's a, so much should corruption going on. Of their, uh, yeah, yeah. Of their. Uh,
0: but I mean the, the collection basket each week. I think that the people in local communities who are putting money in the collection basket, I hope that most of that money is going towards I imagine keeping
2: them. Yeah, like, but uh, small as an institution, as well. I'm sure it's, it's but insanely it, uh, correct. But yeah. again, it's very you can't really put it down to one entire denomination because what happens in like a local Catholic church compared to what happens in an evangelical church that, you know, has a television station is very different.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. No, so, definitely, yeah.
2: If your pastor has like a private jet, um my, I
0: know, did you see that? Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm not gonna give him any more money.
0: That was crazy. That interview is amazing. Anyway. I'm going to
1: bring it back to the question of how things have changed in Britain over the last and that's few the years. scariest thing.
2: I think, it, but I think it's an important thing. And for somebody who is, I guess, uh, not been here that long, to notice that and that for that to be the most harrowing but at least it being based mm. on actual anecdotal experience.
0: Yeah, it's very scary because I don't know how anyone does any freelance work in America with oh, and, and can sleep at night knowing that uh, at any moment they could be, you know, like I was, hit by a car and suddenly yeah. in debt 300 grand.
2: Cheaper to get an Uber to the hospital than an ambulance.
0: Sorry, cheaper to get a... Yeah, yeah. I imagine. Yeah, it's true. You know, I never think about it because whenever I go back home to America, I never get traveler's insurance. And someone told me recently that I have to do that because if I don't, I'll just you be, could screwed. be in big trouble. Yeah, I mean,
1: my, I, that, interesting. The ambulance thing it reminds me of um, I went to uh, visit my sister in law in Switzerland. We were in this hotel, me and my wife, separate beds, Dane, obviously, of course. and uh, got separate bed thing. Thread <laughs> of this podcast.
0: Oh, I heard that. Yeah, I listened to one of them today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But very, honestly, very loyal dog. I very think loyal. it is the best idea I've ever heard yeah, in my completely. life. Completely. Yeah. I think Thank so too. G- my I think you totally had a connection. Yeah. I, I, like think
1: yeah. was. I think it good. I think it good. Anyway, this story. So I'm lying in the bed, and in a minute, like two in the morning, I just hear this noise from my wife, and she's like in pain. And I'm like, oh God. Like, I'm waking up, we've been drinking. Someone be like, oh, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, I just feel really pain And she was in agony. My wife is in absolute agony. And, you know, she doesn't get in that situation very often, you know. I've never seen her like this before. Yeah. So I'm like, worried, but also hungover, i a bit tired. Uh, a bit drunk and I was like pick up the phone and I start calling I said could you order an ambulance for my wife and they say okay how bad is it and I'm like well she's in real agony like real pain and I was like okay and they were like good thing is we order the ambulance we can't cancel it and I'm like still up to this point don't have a clue what they're saying and then they went yeah because um, it's going to cost you like three thousand euros and I was like Tara how much pain are you actually in because um three thousand
0: euros I mean But isn't that crazy that that's a question you have to ask yourself? Is it worth the amount of, is your health worth the amount of? It wasn't.
1: We didn't call it and she was fine. And we never found out what it was.
2: It just went 3,000 pounds all an ambulance. That's
1: not even when Where it was gets this again? to the
2: hospital. Switzerland.
0: Just buy a car.
2: <laughs> buy a car in, and then just drive yourself. You pay, you might as well. Yeah. For that price you pay. Just do
0: a year of medical school. You could easily bribe a policeman to
2: drive to give you an escort there. <laughs> They're not making much money. Yeah. This is what I mean. It's, it's absolutely insane.
1: It is wild. And and as a, as a major issue in this country, it's going to start. You watch that hit the agenda. You're right to have brought it up. It already to, has. But I think it's going to really... Because basically you've got this whole big Brexit thing in the way of right. normal conversation I and, then, and then it I, will change i
2: have an almost kind of nihilistic streak which where part of me wants people who would vote for something like brexit and have been quite impotent in the movement of the nhs to privatization to have to experience what that's like i know mm-hmm.
0: well my parents voted for trump and i'm like now every day every time i go home or call them i'm like well are you happy now where and, are they in new york they're in Staten Island, which is so, weirdly
2: which would have been fun for a government shutdown. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. <laughs> I hope they enjoyed
1: the uh, endless fucking pollution that will be I know, yeah. En- eventually enc- engulfing the whole of New York.
0: Well, Staten Island used to have the largest landfill in America, I think mm. it was. It could but be great visible tourism. from space. Great for tourism. <laughs> but they've just they've just drained it, uh put some grass over it. Now it's a park and a school for children. <laughs>
2: Oh, so Tromaville then?
0: It's yeah. It's oh, it's sure. like something out of The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you fun. you drive past and there are yeah. like pipes with I'm not even kidding, like glowing green uh, liquid coming out of the side of the hill. Fish that yeah, yeah, the yeah. Bart finds exactly. Right. Yeah.
2: I am looking forward. I mean, for me, I think like the next four years of America is going to go straight Paul Verhoeven, first RoboCop. Oh, fantastic! What is it? You yeah, know, you see the RoboCop movie.
0: I, know,
2: Janine, like, after this podcast, watch, we're like, going to go and watch Robocop. You just need to watch like, the first half an hour of Robocop. Okay. And then you'll understand. Okay. To give you an idea, it's set in Detroit. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that was a very good answer, though. A
1: very good answer to a very good question. It's been a good episode of questions again, Dane. We've had infidelity. It's been great.
2: Although now everyone's going to think that I'm a secret cheater. Thanks, Janine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the secret cheating thing's fascinating. I'm still loyal to my wife. Uh, I
2: think we're all spoiled
1: and we all fear that the NHS is going to crumble because of um, the idiots of uh, our country. I mean, but there, so.
2: there are idiots that support that idea. But then if you are so, uh if you don't like that idea of scroungers, then any person who's a board of directors on any tax evading mm. company should not be entitled to the same municipal services. So think about that. Yeah. Why is that okay? Yeah. If you don't pay fucking taxes and you work for Google and some, your house gets broken into, why are you calling the police? You don't pay tax. Fact. That's a question for people. Um...
1: I think it's important to tell people that this podcast is coming out in the year two thousand nineteen. Where it all uh, goes down. And where it all goes wrong. <laughs> and and before August, post probably probably probably, well almost certainly early August, if not late July, where people can go uh and see Janine's show, can't they?
2: They can. Janine, that just leaves for you to uh have this safe space for shameless plug-in. Okay. Where and when at The Fringe or upcoming previews work in progresses Where can people uh, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, no, I wouldn't go for the program <laughs> <Okay. laughs> go, for, go, for go for the big one go for the big one oh, no previews too you might want to get but something yeah. too late the podcast is going to come out too late well oh, yeah, whenever
0: the podcast comes out you can just go on my website janineheroni.com uh, to the live section, you can see. Uh, but in, at the Fringe, the show it's called Stand Up with Janine Haroni. Please remain seated. it's at five forty-five in Bunker Three every day uh, at the Pleasance. It's
2: good, it's good. It's a good venue. I was in the bunker too. Good luck. Sweating. Five Very sweaty. I saw you in that oh, bunker, so right. Dane. So That's one of yeah. the first times I ever saw you. So sway. Did a cartwheel. Was you great. did. Was
1: <laughs> Fucking. That, honestly, that was some serious moves. What was I thinking? I've never seen Dane move like that.
2: Never again. <laughs> Never again But it was worth it For the beginning And yeah. we are, I'm sure you'll have A wonderful one Thank you um, And best, best of luck We've Thanks. got higher hopes for you Can we predict
1: that You get some kind of Like incredible Award or nomination Type thing And then when it happens We called it on this show
0: you can if you can also ensure that you can pull some strings and make that happen. Then well, definitely. Let me
1: stop the record button
2: and see what, <laughs> see what I can do. Well, so Hello, Edinburgh. So <laughs> spoiled. Have geez. I got a story for you? Yeah, ring up the prince. That of actually could fringe. work. Mm. We could actually make that happen with three grand for PR. was privatised.
1: Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. you listening to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dame Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at danebaptweets. Our guest was Janine Haruni. You can follow Janine on Twitter at Janine Haruni. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. Follow me at the Howard Cohen. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Hey, if you like what you've been listening to, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Thanks for listening, guys, and remember, question everything.